Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to the final episode, episode five in Executive Presence Morsels, Brain Week. So today we're going to talk about negativity bias. And a lot of these concepts I gleaned from this amazing book that I read, The Power of Bad, by Josh Tierney. Uh, and my wife will correct me to say I didn't actually read it. It was a, an audio book. And sometimes people ask, like, how are you, you know, consuming and reading all these books? Um, and I'll admit, mostly it's because uh, I'm on an audiobook kind of schedule where I listen to about one a week which ends up being about 52 books a year. And it's been tremendous once I got on that schedule. I uh, have learned so many great things. So if you like audiobooks or if you're willing to give them a try, I highly encourage that. So what do they have to say? What does Josh Tierney have to say about the power of bad and the negativity bias? And to put it very simply, we respond more negatively we respond more strongly, excuse me, to negative events than positive ones. I'll say that one more time. We respond more strongly to negative events than positive ones. And it's not exactly the same, but it kind of reminds me <laughs> about how you can be doing lots of good things for a while and like one bad thing can like totally mess it up. Like, like you can be working out or dieting for months and getting into great shape and then you can just blow all that progress you know, progress in, in one, you know, bacchanalian weekend where you just go nuts, right? Like, what what is that, that the negative can often overpower so much positive? And if you stop and think about it, there's sort of a survival or a brain reason for that, right? That, that, that overreaction to a negative carries very little survival consequences, whereas if you underreact, Right? Let's say there's like a, a, a movement in the bushes and you're like, ah, oh, it's probably nothing. Boom, tiger jumps out, bites your head off, right? Versus you overreact and it's just a fox, but you kind of jump out of the way because you, cause you freak out. So you don't really lose anything by, you know, uh, the fox not coming out or a squirrel or whatever, something non-threatening. But you will lose if you don't react enough uh, to the potential tiger. So there is a reason why we're geared that way. So what does that mean from a practical perspective when it comes to executive presence, when it comes to leadership? And one example that I think a lot of people have felt and suffered through is that person, team member, or leader who only calls you when there's a problem, right? Think about this. If someone only calls you with bad news, the next time you see an email from them or, you know, their name pop up on your phone, what is going to be your gut emotional reaction to their name popping up, right? Probably not a great feeling, right? Versus let's flip it, right? Let's say this person only calls you to see how you're doing, to congratulate you on how well something went. Um, to really develop some sort of positive rapport and camaraderie. And then one day, out of the blue, all hell is broken loose. They call you. They say, you know, Sean. They say Jessica. They say Henry. 
You know, this is a really, really horrible situation. What are we going to do about it? Think about how you would react to that because you have what I like to call a goodwill bank, right? You, you have this store of goodwill where there's such a good, strong feeling because all your interactions have been positive. It offsets or can greatly offset that one negative reaction. So another thing, um, not exactly uh, the same analogy, but you know, you've often heard uh, people use the expression, don't talk past the sale, right? If someone has decided to buy from you or do what you want, you should just let them do it and don't keep talking to them because what's going to happen or what's more likely to happen if you keep talking? You're going to unconvince them. And why is that? Again, it's the negativity bias because people's brains are designed to find problems, are designed to be protective, to, to be efficient, uh, and to survive better. So you're basically, uh, by talking more, you're giving them more chances to change their mind versus they've already decided, and you should just let them go ahead and just talk about something else. Because people will not say, oh, it's so much more positive, they're not going to do any more. Uh, the only thing that can happen is you can go negative, uh, and they can totally, uh, as is their right to do, sort of reverse their decision, much to your detriment. So don't talk past the sale. Uh, when you have someone who's on board, you have alignment, start to move forward, uh, and don't try to over-convince. So today, what I'd love for you to do is do something positive for someone, anyone today. Not for any reason, not with any agenda. Just make someone smile or laugh and make a deposit into that goodwill bank. It doesn't cost you anything. It may only take a few seconds, maybe a minute at the most. And see how that feels. See how they respond. And... What my hope would be, you begin to get into a habit of this, especially with the people that you're going to be interacting with more, and especially with the people that you know that there's going to be some negative reactions um, or negative interactions where there are problems that you're going to have to come to them and deal with them, that you have built up that positive goodwill or positive um, ledger in that goodwill bank, because that will benefit you going forward. Well, I hope you've enjoyed Brain Week on Executive Presence more, so I've super enjoyed it. I'm going to continue to experiment with this and add additional themes as we go along. And also this year, I'll continue to have all the various different bonus episodes with you, which I release alongside the daily episodes of Executive Presence Morsels. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, and I wish you all the best in 2022. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode. Brought to you by our sponsors. Do you think being different should hurt your career? Do you see enough people like you at the next level or higher? Are you content to accept others' limited view 
of your potential? And if not, is this the year you will make your move? This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and if you want to jumpstart 2022, I invite you to join us for the Executive Presence and the Diversity Dilemma Workshop, where we will reveal how you can thrive in spaces where your presence may still be seen as an anomaly. We will cover how Executive Presence is actually generated, how to overcome negative preconceptions, and the secret to making your authenticity an asset and not a liability. All attendees will receive free access to my online course and my ebook, Unlock Your Executive Presence, Feel Like a Boss. Space is limited, so register now at connectioncounselor.com slash workshop to reserve your space. That's connectioncounselor.com slash workshop. Thank you. truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hello and welcome to episode 136 of Executive Presence Morsels. So the theme this week, it's going to be wine week. So we're going to talk about wine or vino, however you refer to it. Uh, Full disclaimer here, I'm not an expert in wine, don't purport to be. I like to drink wine, but I'm not a wine teacher or a sommelier. So if there's something, a technical piece that I get that's a little bit off about wine, would love to hear about it from you and be corrected. However, I do ask for one thing. I'm not so concerned about the technical things for technical sake, but would love to hear how that might impact your interpretation of how the metaphor applies to leadership. So if it's just to say it's X instead of Y, that's a little bit less interesting than saying, well, if you realize this difference, how that would actually impact the way you think about executive presence and leadership. Great. So let's start. So today we're going to talk about developing into a fine leader, right? Just like a fine wine, the kind that demands higher prices, that has greater prestige and esteem, and the kind that people really get excited about opening and drinking for a special occasion. Just like how there are some leaders out there, and hopefully you've worked for some of them as I have, that people really just can't believe they get to work for such an amazing leader. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.